1: Verse 20. If you don't have your Bible, we're going to put the verse on the Bible Tron behind me. Actually, nobody says that. I just made that up. (laughs) Job says the following to God I cry to you for help and you do not answer me. I stand and you only look at me. Now, I don't know if Job is bold or crazy. Like, I don't know if he's, like, just desperate or he, like, just wants to die. Like, how, how are you going to say things like this to God? Like, who are we to come to God with this type of attitude? Like, hello, God, say something to us. Like, come on, all you're doing is looking at me. If I was God, I'm just saying, if I'm in God and I'm hearing this from my, one of my children, I'm getting a thunderbolt and I'm putting my arm back. You know, like... How are you going to talk to me like that? And if that wasn't enough, I'd get some bees, bzz, go chase that little guy for two miles straight. I don't know, do something. How, how, are we, how is he going to go approach God with this type of attitude? Hey, God, I need to hear from you. You're not saying anything. You're only looking at me. In other words, I feel like he's saying do something. The silence of God. What do we do when God is silent? And in moments in my life where I've experienced silent moments, it hasn't been the easiest, but you know what, it's been worth it. And I saw them as growing opportunities. I saw it as moments where I could set my foundation into God and my faith even stronger and deeper. I saw the opportunities where, you know what, God, I may not be able to hear you or see you or feel you, but hey, I know you're doing something in my life. And they've been crucial moments, and they're moments that we'll all experience at one point and another, but it's important that we would not misunderstand his silence. I wonder if you've ever been misunderstood by somebody. Have you ever been in a a conversation via text with somebody and you sent something to that person, you meant it one way, but they took it another way? Has that ever happened to you? And you're just like, dude, why didn't I just call them, right? Now you got to apologize. Now you got to buy a gift card. Like it's just, it went way out of proportion. You're like, this is an expensive conversation here, right? Like. You know, you accidentally, you just, you just like to write in all caps, but this person reads it and you're like, dude, why are you yelling at me? (laughs) You know, you don't want to offend anybody. So you put a little, you put a little face at the end of every sentence. You know, I'm happy here. I'm mad here. You know, like I'm going to be clear. I'm just like, Hey, let me just call you. Let's talk it out. Like, let's just, let's get straight to the point. Right? Because we don't want to be misunderstood. Early on in my relationship with my wife when we were dating and, and even in marriage, uh, her being from Cuba, myself being raised in uh, from South Texas, uh, it, us coming together and getting to know each other and spend some time together. there was moments where we definitely misunderstood each other. You may or may not know this, but even though we're uh, we, we, we both hit the little you know check mark on the Hispanic box on forms, but we're very different. You know, Mexican, Cuban, you can say certain things in Texas and you can say certain things in in Cuba or, but you can't, you know, you don't want to mix them up. I remember when we initially moved after our marriage and we had our, our daughter, we moved to Texas for a time. We had just drove in from from this long 16 plus, probably 20 plus hour drive. We were exhausted. We were tired. Our daughter, she was fussy. My wife begins to communicate to my parents just, excuse me, just how uh, fussy our daughter was. But she chose to use some words that for us in Texas, or us, my parents at least, there weren't the best words to use. We'll just say that. And I had to stop my wife. Whoa, 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 hey, hey. Let me translate for you right, you know like you know, let me communicate i'll be the bridge right I'm, I'm connecting country no um I want to help here, and I'm like, babe, we don't say this, and i'm and mom she didn't mean it like this, but babe you know we say this we don't you know and and it took some time, and it happened to me too, I would go to Miami to visit her family and and I would say yes to things sometimes. I had no idea what I was saying yes to. Uh, I don't know, you know? And my wife would be like, Joey, did you just know you said yes to? Nope, I do not, you know? I just don't want to say no to anybody, you know? And so, uh, sure, I'll paint your house. Uh, I didn't say when, but um, it's just like, you don't want to be misunderstood. You could, It can could be very easy to misunderstand somebody if, if Maybe you're not watching them, if you're not observing, if you're not, if you're not listening to the tone of voice. And, and I really felt the Spirit of God, in reference to the silence of God, communicate to me, hey, it's important that we don't misunderstand the silence of God. It's Because it's not necessarily a bad thing. When you and I can't hear God, when you and I can't feel Him, as quickly as we're used to, as we, we don't cry. That's our favorite. That, they sing our song and I'm not crying. What's wrong with me? It's not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe, just maybe, God is doing something on the inside of us. And I believe something that helped, something that helped Job endure and make it to the end and remain faithful and see even greater things at the end of his life was the fact that he didn't misunderstand the silence of God. I want to say three things and then we'll close with a word of prayer. But number one, don't mistake his silence, God's silence, as a sign for weakness. God doesn't stay silent because he's weak. I believe he stays silent because he's strong. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 6. It's right after verse 5. You are over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand and no one, somebody say no one. No one. Say it like you had breakfast. Say no one. No one, no one can withstand you. Yeah. There is nobody that compares to him. There is nobody that can come against him. No, no, no thing can come against us that we can't overcome with him on our side. Our God, I'm here to let you know that we don't don't share the praise reports as a time filler. We don't say those things because we don't have anything else to do in in our services, but rather we're here because we believe and we want to continue to celebrate and share with you all the miracles and all the things that our God continues to do today. God did incredible miracles in Bible times, yes, but I'm here to remind us this morning that he's not done yet. He still does miracles. He still does big things when people say yes to him and trust him he still heals who's thankful for his healing power doesn't matter if it's cancer or if it's a headache he still heals my personal family life I've experienced uh, uh, my mom being healed from different things that you know we weren't sure how things were going to work out but he healed her and he touched her he healed their marriage as well they both loved Jesus, but made some poor decisions along the way ended up into actually being separated for a time, but never giving up on a hope. I'm glad and able to be able to share today that they're back together. They love Jesus. They love each other. They're back in ministry, they're pastoring, and now they're helping other people through their situations. Those things don't just happen. It's God who does, who makes those things happen because our God is still a moving God and I think I want to remind us and encourage us that it's as Christ followers Christ followers rather one of our adjectives is believers but I'm afraid that I, I, we come in contact at times with believers who don't believe we sing the songs never alone but we leave in the moment we get off this property we're just like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Nobody loves me. I don't know who i to reach to. Like, this is impossible. W- weren't we just singing that song like 30 minutes ago? Let us be believers who believe. Let us be believers who trust God's word, who, who read God's word, who, who eat of God's word, who fill up our lives and choose to follow him all the days of our lives, who are willing to trust him even when it doesn't make sense. Pastor Jenny referred to it earlier, Jesus' first miracle, turning water into wine. First miracle. He hadn't done anything else before. He didn't have a reputation to point to, but his mom vouching for him and saying, hey, to the servants, hey, whatever he tells you to do, I need you to do it. Whatever he tells you to do, just do it. Are, are, are you serious? You want us to go get some containers of water and you're so, you're, we're supposed to believe that this is going to somehow, you're going to convert this into wine? Like, how, how does this even, who are you? And, and, and what's, what, you, what, I don't know, Like, we haven't seen this before, does it? Whatever he tells you to do, just do it. What's our response when God tells us to do things that maybe don't make a lot of sense? And I'm speaking to myself, first and foremost. What do we do? I believe as believers, we should trust. I believe as believers, we should remember that just because he's silent it doesn't mean he's weak but rather he still sits on the throne there is nothing impossible for him and if he's calling us to something he's going to help us get through it if he's placed a dream inside your heart he's going to help you accomplish it if he gave you a promise he gave you a promise it doesn't matter if it was years ago our God is faithful to complete that which he has started in our lives because that is who he is. Don't confuse, don't, don't mix up, don't misunderstand his silence as a sign of weakness. Number two, don't misunderstand his silence for inactivity. Just because, just because I, I can't see you, God, are you even doing anything? As I mentioned, I, I'm a father, I have two children, Joeli and Josiah. They're the greatest gifts, greatest gift, my family, greatest gift to my life. They, they keep life fun. Who needs a gym when you have two kids, right? Like, if you have more than two kids, you're, like, at the VIP level. You're just, like, an all-time mem- gold membership. Yeah, you got a star. Two kids, wow. It, and uh, But as I've developed my relationship with them, as I've seen them grow up, as I've seen them you know, make decisions, their personalities come out and answer the questions that they have. And sometimes they're kind of hard questions. And so as a man of God, I don't know what else to do, right? I'm just like, go ask your mom, right? Like, <laughs> that's a hard question. Um, let her take that one. Um, but to be honest with you, they don't, my kids don't see everything that I do for them. And immediately as I began to experience these things with now my own children, and, and I'm, I'm, f- I'm seeing, I'm putting kind of two and two together, I'm connecting the dots, I'm realizing, you know what, I didn't see everything my parents did for me. As I've grown more and more, I've become more and more grateful with my parents. Dad, thank you so much, because I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know you even, I never even, it never crossed my mind some of the sacrifices you you all have to make for us. I never realized when you you put a little more food on my plate and you kind of took the smaller plate. I didn't realize those little tricks. I, I I just thought you were an ATM machine. I didn't know you were working after I was asleep, and I didn't know that you were you were you were doing other things to be able to provide for our money and uh, for, for provide rather for our family. And thank you. Because sometimes as children, you know, they they don't see everything. They don't go with us. They just think, you know, they're just at school sometimes. And they just, you know, they expect us to pick up, uh, pick them up. And, 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 you know, we just go home and there should be like a, a Thanksgiving feast every day. They expect, you know, and it's just like, it doesn't work like that. There's not enough turkeys in the world, you know, and it's just hard. But, you know, I wonder if, if, if we could grow just a little bit in in gratitude and acknowledge that, hey, maybe just maybe we don't see everything that God is doing for us. Maybe just maybe there's, there's, there's some, God is, is working in the back. Maybe like behind this pipe and drape you see here, maybe he's back here and just, and he's doing some stuff that I haven't even, I'm I'm not, I'm not even ready for. I'm not even expecting, I haven't even asked for, but he, he sees the big picture. I, I'm on I'm, 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 I'm A. He's already down. He's, he's already seen the entire alphabet. I, I just see one corner, but he already sees the complete image. I remember, you know, one of our favorite things to do with the kids is, is, is do puzzles, especially Josiah. And, and, and when we started, you know, we used the, the puzzle pieces that were, that were bigger, you know, and 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 the fewer the pieces, the better, you know. And but still, it was a little challenge. But as his father. What I would do is, okay, I know how this thing goes. I know we're okay, cool. I, I, would, I would help him out. He didn't know it. He didn't ask me for it, but I would, give him the, I would give him one piece at a time. And it just happened. It just so happened to be the very next piece he needed. He didn't have to wonder really how much or, or, or guess where exactly it went. He just, he would take that piece and, hey, look, I figured it out. And I'd be like, you know what? Yes, you did, buddy. You're so smart. I did it. Little did he know, I, I was setting him up for something. I was setting him up for success. I, I, was, I knew what the final product was going to look like, and he was just responsible for the next step. Is it possible that, hey, you know what? We don't need to worry about the big picture. We just need to worry about our next step. Because oftentimes, he's, he's behind the scenes. Oftentimes, he's protecting us from things that we don't even know sometimes. He's protecting us and he's, he's bringing us in rooms with people that, you know what, if it wasn't for him, we would have never met. He's connecting us with jobs. He's connecting us with your spouse. You know, he's connecting us with people. He's, he's giving, he's providing for us and he's doing things and. You know what? Let us never, ever forget, and God help us, that, hey, it's not because of us, but it's because of you in our lives. It's because of you that we're here. It's because of you that we're standing. It's because of you that we've endured. It's because of you, God, that we want to live for. It's because of you. Just because I don't see you, God, it doesn't mean you're not, you're not, you're not moving. I'm reminded of the three Hebrew young men who when challenged for their faith, when told, hey, you need to bow down to false gods or rather you'll be put to death, we'll, we'll throw you in the furnace. They chose to stand strong, stand firm, and you know, say, you know what, we're gonna believe and trust in God. They, they tied them up, put them into the furnace. They turned up the heat several times hotter Did you know that is the first time somebody turned up? Get it? Turn up? Okay, anyways. (laughs) Sorry, I I was... It was a late night. Um... You think the world came up with this stuff? No, man. The Bible did. Um... The Bible says that they were in the fire. And they weren't catching fire. Their chains, the ropes came off. They didn't even smell like smoke. They didn't smell like fire. Somebody on the outside's looking in, saying, "How many people did we throw in there?" I, I I count. I mean, three. We threw three people. Well, why do I see four people in there? There's somebody else in there with them. Little did those guys know that there was somebody with them. And they said, you know what, even if our God doesn't save us, you know what, we knew that, we know that he can, we know that he could have, but we're not going to bow down. We're going to stand firm for our faith. But it took somebody on the outside of their situation to look in and say, hey, there's somebody with you. Is it possible that sometimes we're in our storm, we're in our struggle, and we're just like, oh, we're all alone. And God's like, hey, I'm with you the entire way. You are never alone. I got you. I'm gonna protect you. These fires aren't gonna burn you. You're gonna get out of here. You're going to make it. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell him, you're going to make it. Tell him, you're going, say it like you mean it. Come on, declare it over the life. Say, hey, you're going to make it. And we're not talking about dinner. Hello, somebody. You heard that, babe? He said, the man of God said, You're gonna make dinner. No, I didn't say that. I said, Out of your storm, somebody. You're gonna make it. But let us not confuse, let us not confuse his silence as a sign of inactivity. And finally, let us not mistake his silence. as a sign of lack of interest on God's part for our lives. Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, the Bible says before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. This blows my mind every time I read it. It almost gives me a headache because it's like profound. It's, I can't understand this. The God of the universe, the God, Bigger than us, bigger than everything, the unit, whatever, big would care enough about you and me, about the details of our lives. The fact that he would lean down when we when we pray and we talk to him. The, mom, the, the, the fact that he doesn't judge us by our past, he keeps a record of all our faults. He says, hey, I am interested in you and I have been interested in you and I will always stay interested in you because you are mine. Before your parents either planned or didn't plan you, hey, I had planned you and I created a, a purpose, I instilled a purpose inside you and I set all these things in motion because I knew you were here to be here and I love you and you are mine. And that's why I had somebody invite you to Journey Church. And out of all the Sundays you could have showed up, you decided to show up today. Why? It's because God, he isn't mad at you just because he's silent. He's not ignoring you. He's not trying to hurt your heart or make you feel bad, make you depressed. He's not mad at you, but rather he's madly in love with you. To the point, to the point that he would give up his only son for you and for me. He did that 2,000 years ago and let us never get tired of us remembering that, giving thanks for that. He didn't have to do it, but he did because he had you and me in mind. And he said, you know what? Somebody's gonna need to take their place. And so I'm gonna have my son do that for them so that I can have, I can enter into a relationship with each and every one of them one day. He's interested in the details of your life doesn't matter how big or small you feel your problem is. Hey, he's interested in your life. Just because nobody else takes you seriously, just because nobody else is willing to help you out or everybody tells you, hey, shrug it off already. Come on, it's not that big a deal. Hey, if it's a concern to you, it's a concern to God. He's interested in you. You're his son, you're his daughter. When my kids fall and they scrape their knees it's not like they they act like they broke their leg right but it's just a little scratch it's not it's half an inch it's a red line but they're crying like they broke their legs but you know what I don't be like come on Josiah man up boy you're already five I don't do that to him rather I say oh my gosh I go and I pick him up I go and I take him and I get him a band-aid I go and I wipe it nothing's coming off but I'm wiping it anyways and I put a band-aid on there why because he's my son and I care for him just the way God cares for you and me. And it doesn't matter how long you've been praying for. It doesn't matter how long you've been struggling with that issue. Hey, he cares for you. And maybe he's been silent. Maybe you feel like God's forgotten you. Maybe you, you feel like, hey, God, you promised me this and you gave me this dream. Or hey, I showed up today. God, I need you to speak to me and you haven't felt nothing yet. Hey. It's not because He's not interested in you. He absolutely is 100% in love with you. He doesn't have love for you. He is love. And today, He's here. He's here. He's here with arms open wide to just hug you, to help you, to embrace you just the way you are. God, what do I do when, when you're silent? What do I do when I'm coming back at night from Port St. Lucie, God? And I don't hear you, God. Hey, remember the last thing I said. Go back into my word. Hey, go back and remember all the things that I've done with you. Remember my qualities, remember my names. Remember that I don't change who I was yesterday. I am today and I will be tomorrow. And that which I started, I will complete and I will never leave your side. There's countless scriptures, countless scriptures. God reaffirming us and reminding us that, Hey, I'm with you on a Sunday. But you know what, I'm also with you on Monday. I know you might have to leave for work and leave your family behind. Hey, I'm with you and I'm with them too. Hey, you can trust me. I got you. I have your best interest in mind. You're my son, you're my daughter. I have only the very best for you. But will you follow me? Will you trust me? Will will you do what I ask? Will you just enter into a relationship with me today? going to invite you to stand up with me if you have the opportunity. I'm going to invite you to close your eyes at this time. We only do this for a, a brief moment, just for a moment of privacy, but I believe in, in this place, God's been talking to some people throughout the message, and maybe even people online that you're in your car, you're, you're, you're in front of your laptop, and You've been—you have just felt the furthest from God, and you just don't know when things are going to change. You don't know what, what to do next. Hey, it's let's let's start with a relationship with Jesus Christ. How about we start there? Doesn't matter how you walked in. Doesn't matter what mistakes you made in the past. Doesn't matter what who your parents saw. How much money? Doesn't none, none of that matters. It matters right now is your decision to just say yes to God. Open up your heart and allow Him to come in. With every eye closed if you're here today and you say you know what i want to i want to start my relationship with jesus or you know what maybe you had one and and you've kind of just let it go off the side but you want to get back on track you you want to do this right you want to you want to pursue god with everything that you have and understand that hey god i i know you speak and i know you stay silent but I, i'll take it all i want to follow you if that's you today I'm going to invite you on the count of three to raise up your hand. One, today is the day of salvation. Two, this is for you. I really believe with all my heart. Three, lift up your hand right there where you're at now. I see that hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see multiple hands going up. You can put your hand down at this time. I'm going to invite the entire church to repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus. Come on, say, dear Jesus. I invite you to my life. I, I declare That from this day forward I will never be the same I pray that you would use me and I promise to follow you all the days of my life in Jesus name we pray amen and amen
0: thanks so much for joining us today we hope you've been blessed and encouraged by this message we'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life if you would like to share your testimony or if you have any prayer requests please email us amen at journeyorl.com where we'll have a team of people ready to celebrate with you and pray with you. Also, if you would like to help support the ministry of Journey Church in a financial way, you can do so by visiting journeyorl.com and choosing the giving option or text journeyorl to 77977. We hope you'll join us again soon. Have a great week.